Welcome to the Home Time Show podcast. Um, not going to tell you what the song is. Ooh. Not going to tell you what the song is, but in the radio version of the show, uh-huh. this is obviously the Podcast Express um, bespoke version. Best bits, 15 minutes out of a three-hour show. <laughs> Cheers for that. <laughs> but in the in the live version that went out, played a song I thought was absolutely awful. Ooh. What do you think the ramifications would be if we went deep into the system? Just hit delete on that song. Um, well, before we, we look at this, who was it? Can you can you mouth it in a way that doesn't give it away? I am going to write on a piece of paper the initials of the of the band. Of the band, <laughs> okay. Kind of narrowing Bear it down, down now, yeah. isn't it? Okay. I think I might have an idea as to what this is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Most recent one. Yes. Awful. Um, can can you just delete? I tell you what, um, he didn't have much for his feature the other day, a Dems gems, but he is sort of like um, a nod to management. Uh, let's let's bring in our producer, a Dem. Um, is it technically possible to hit delete on a song from our mainframe here? Technically, yes. What Ooh. would you think would be the ramifications if Bush were to do that? Are you both familiar with James Curran, our director of music? Yes, he's uh, he's he's a relentless man who doesn't miss a trick. That's how I describe James. And does a fine job. He does a fine job. Does a fine job. But he he it always comes back to you in the end if you if you muck about. There's your answer. Okay. okay. We'll leave it. Just leave it in then. Here's the show. It's the Hometime Show midweek. Good news, like a thumbs up from a bus driver or finding a fiver in your pocket. Welcome. It's a Wednesday evening. Yeah, there is the good news. We're halfway through the week. There's uh, another half to do, but it's halfway through half term as well. Those that are uh, trying to navigate that. Here's a little tip for you. Great activity that I remembered from my youth and went with this morning. It's the car wash. And the car wash. Isn't that child labour? <laughs> No, it was it was it was like it, it went like this. Uh, we walked past uh, a hand car wash every single morning uh, on the way to uh, nursery. Uh, myself and my three-year-old Rocco, and he's been saying, "Oh, Daddy, I want to do that." So I thought to myself, "All right, we will. We'll take the car to the hand car wash this morning." Oh, I, I thought you had him out in the street. No, no, no. Door that's, to door. That's the next step. <laughs> oh, you know, when he's doing the old Cub Scouts thing, he'll be doing all that kind Get of stuff. Get him down at the junction with the squeegee. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mini uh, went for the old. Uh, hand car wash and the mini valet this morning. Oh, wow. That was a good 90 minutes of the morning all taken up. He loved it. So you'd have made a decision then between going through the machine and then going to like a hand car wash. Is yep. it Because I remember being petrified of, of the machine car wash, like yep. a monster, when I was a kid. What's Rocco's view on that? Would he have enjoyed that as much, do you think? I think as a three-year-old he might have found that a little bit noisy. It's too much, isn't it's it? It's a little bit too much. You've got to work up to the excitement of that. Baby steps, but he gets. I guess he gets to sit in there whilst people fire jets at the car and everything. Exactly brilliant. that. That's the first half hour of it. Is uh, it was just one gentleman. He's taking his time, and I was fine with that. I had all morning to, to use oh. up, going around slowly doing the car, and then you get out and you sit you sit on the, uh, the, the 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 plastic furniture that has come from somewhere. Don't know where. Oh, I love that furniture. <laughs> and then watch the inside being uh, being vacuumed. He absolutely loved it. Cheap entertainment. Well, it's half term, like you say. It's hard work, isn't it? Like sometimes you have to incorporate 
the kids into the stuff you've got to do during yeah. the day and then pretend that that is technically entertainment. Exactly. So if you have others that we can share with the group this evening, let's put that on there at number one, right top of the list, taking the car for a car wash. <laughs> Any other cheap <laughs> entertainment for the kids is a great idea. Nate says we've been colouring in the ice cream lolly sticks from the magnums that we've just been eating. Wow. Been looking for cheap half-term entertainment. That's a great one, you see that. It's an activity. You also get to eat the magnums. There's a thin line, though, isn't there, in terms of incorporating the kids into stuff that you're going to do anyway between um, keeping them occupied and stuff they might do if you're in prison or <laughs> maybe if you're interned during the era of Charles Dickens we, we've had our uh, three-year-old Thea out with me today actually doing some errands we dropped a, uh, a you know you can get like a battery pack that jump starts cars yeah 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 we had a delivering that to our friend Sophie and then uh, we did three or four drops of stuff at different charity shops so again rocking the whole Dickensian thing <laughs> I might get her doing some carols a bit later on for change uh, Rob's tweeted where did daddy leave his phone first person to find it gets a quid. Oh, that's a good cheap game, isn't it? Yeah. I know, there's one we used to do when I, when I was a kid. My mum and dad used to take me and my brother to uh, the local DIY superstore. Uh, they would look around and we'd play on the doorbells. Oh, yeah. I don't think they do doorbell demos anymore now. Do you remember there used to be a pretend plastic wall that was brick, like brick patterned, loads and loads of doorbells on there, and we used to obviously hated by the people who used to work in this place in Trowbridge, just pr press the doorbells all day. Can't do it anymore. No, you can't do it anymore. I remember the the plastic wall of doorbells. It was utopia. The game's gone. The game's gone. The well, doorbells gone. are gone. Doorbells are not a thing these days, are they? Oh, I want to look at someone. Oh, I want to have a shout at me Hermes driver because he's <laughs> left it down the road. Grow up. Uh, Chris, what have you got for us? I have two daughters when they were younger. We used to have a stroll round to the bottle bank in the corner of the road. Oh, my word. And uh, we used to, I just used to lift them up and they would smash the bottles in and it would kill a few minutes, kill, kill an hour or so. Depends how many bottles day. there are, doesn't it, Chris? Yeah, Chris. Exactly. <laughs> Depends how, how big the night before had been. Spread and, it around um, in a few different drops, that's the way to do it, or sneak them into <laughs> next door's uh, recycling. <laughs> and then one day I just happened to pick uh, my daughter Lois up and as she put the bottle in, she went in with the bottom end first, so the neck was pointing at her. And out come the dregs of the beer that had been left in the bottom oh. for a few weeks. So I don't, I don't think there's a more bleak up. phrase than we're just going to go for a quick stroll round to the bottle banks. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, we, uh, yeah, the hours used to fly by when they were young, believe the, you the, me. There's yeah. an Enid Blyton uh, book that I didn't see on the shelves at the time. <laughs> but you look <laughs> at it, you look at it for toddlers, right? They yeah. love putting things through holes. They love the sound of yeah. things breaking, so you've got all that going on there. But yes, suddenly, if you've got real, real ale going over a toddler's <laughs> trousers, that's when the fun yeah. ends, isn't it? Yeah, especially explaining it to the missus when you, when you go back in. <laughs> I, I left you with them for five minutes and they come back stinking of booze. Come back so stinking I, of real ale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Cheers, Chris. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. You're welcome. Cheap half-time entertainment, please. Uh, Carol Ann has tweeted to say, Guys, my kids used to love doing the doorbells at the DIY store back in the day. They'd also go and pretend that the shower heads were telephones <laughs> and then on the kitchen area to open all the cupboards to find the integrated bin. And finally, off to the paint section to choose some swatch cards. A cheap day out all in all. <laughs> uh, Sam, right, you got an idea for us. What have we got? They do actually love going around the camper van and caravan. So that's a day trip. They take they spend hours going around there. Are we talking like a, a local car park or a lockup, or is this an actual place where you can like buy these things? An actual place where you can buy them. So Sam, are you in the market genuinely for a brand new caravan, or have you just realised they love looking at caravans? We'll just go around there, kid the caravan salespeople. We do actually 
own a motorhome, but take them around there because they just love going in and out. And so we do pretend that we are wow. interested in buying. God. But you can go to these places and they just let you in. They don't stop you, so you could just wander around anyway. <laughs> Not anymore. I reckon people are faxing your photo around right this minute. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> What a great idea, though. That's brilliant. We need to find out. You need to find out where our nearest uh, camper van centre is. Lest you and me go to one tomorrow morning. Forget the kids, just me and you. Katie says, I've taken my two boys to all sorts of places this week. The highlight, though, appears to have been the huge puddle in the play area at Morden Hall Parks. Kept them occupied for ages. You cannot beat a massive puddle and hide a pool in Plymouth. He says, I used to take my kids to go outdoors and play hide-and-seek in all the tents. had an idea to do with bins this morning that I think is going to make us all rich, because we're all in this together on Home Time, right? Let me explain. Uh, this morning was our bin day, and I forgot yet again. Ah, that's very you. I'm a nightmare. I'm always that guy that is running after, and it's, it's, it's shameful, running after the uh, the bin lorry with, oh, sorry, I forgot, and all this kind of thing. Really bad. Always the same. Stresses me out. And, you know, as I was walking back in, in tracky bottoms and moccasins, I got thinking, there should be a nap that you can have on your phone that lets you track where your local bin lorry is so you can put the bins out last minute. What an idea. Why isn't that a thing? Do you know what I mean? We've got so many brilliant apps now to do all sorts of stuff and make life better and easier. Why can't we know where the bin lorry is? It, it, it makes perfect sense. That's an absolutely amazing. One of your best. Thank you very much. And I don't have very many little tech ideas like this. Uh, Genuinely, I feel like if we went into Dragon's Den, we could make a serious wedge of cash here. Because it stresses me out. I and mean, you know what it's like? That bit where you hear the, the bin lorry coming down the street and think, yeah. oh my God. You know, that yeah. bit, it's like that bit in Jaws where he goes forwards and the background goes backwards. You've got to run around in like half dress. This would get rid of that completely. Steve says on Twitter, it'd be a bit like delivery. You could say your lorry is four minutes away, time to put the slippers and dressing gown on, champ, or words to that effect. This is such a great idea. So, just in terms of uh, consultation, is it something that people want to get involved with? Yes. Get on board with? Yes. A name would be good. Uh, Matt Dyson from the Daybury Breakfast Show has tweeted in the last couple of minutes, where gone bin man, like Jürgen Klinsmann. (laughs) Just, well, these are just, this is just a brainstorm at this very, at this very early stage. Car tap. Car tap? Yeah, as in your dust cart. Oh, car tap. Car tap. Do you call it a dust cart? Yeah. Which bit of the 1830s do you live in? <laughs> Some of those little sooty nose coming down. I think that is what is called dust cart. Bin lorry, not a dust cart. I think you'll find there's more people call it a dust cart than you'll... I know. Our producer's shaking his head. I, I appreciate drive. your input on this. He can't drive. He can't drive. I don't want to do an aggressive takeover and take you out of the company. Fine. Well, this is it. You're stepping away from it. <laughs> car tap. Does your dust cart, if they close the doors, do the wheels fall off like in an old <laughs> black and white non-talking movie? Look, I, I don't want to take this out of the way it's because fine. it is a great idea. But this, yeah. So, look, an app that lets you see where your bin lorry or dust cart is so, so that you can put your bins out at the last minute. What could it be called? 8, 12, 15. What do you call the, the gentleman that drives a, a dust cart? Dustbin man. It's a dustbin, isn't it? Yeah. Driving the dust car. OK, I'm going to ask you to just step away from the microphone a little bit there. 8, 12, 15, the text is show. You can tweet at Absolute Radio. Uh, Mark says you could have a thing called Trash Talk, a WhatsApp-style app to talk to waste services, stroke the tip, or otherwise have a sensor attached to your wheelie bin that sounds an alarm when it detects a sensor on the bin lorry. Very what a great idea. He's gone into the tech there. Uh, Nicola has suggested uh, a name for the app, which very much uh, is a nod to the fact that they're called dust carts. Uh, she's gone with dust for See, I'm not having that because 
because they're called bin lorries. Dust carts if you're in the 1800s. Jay says he takes it one further. I prefer a tracker on my food waste bucket so after the guy empties it, I can find it halfway down my street after he, lo- <laughs> after he launches it. Oh, God. Uh, James says bingo. It's clever. The bingo. What about that? It's a play on bingo. It's fun. Uh, Stephen says tip advisor. Very good. These, these are great. A lot of these times, a lot of the times, like with an app, it's, it's like ninety percent name, ten percent functionality. Do you know what I mean? Paul says this bin app should definitely be a thing. We are the third house at the start of their route, so once I've heard them in the morning, it's already too late. Uh, I've come up with this idea of an app that lets you track where your local bin lorry is, so you can put the bins out last minute. Because I nearly missed our bins again this morning. Uh, Mark, the driver, says, it's a refuse lorry. I drive the thing. Please, do not do an app. It's bad enough being tracked by our bosses, not by the public as well. I know, but it would help so many people, like people whose lives are a bit of a shambles like mine. Uh, we're after a great name for it. Uh, Gavin says, Bin Voyage, <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, Osar Where Me Bin Laden, says someone. Oh. A little bit contentious, that one. We've got Andrew on, actually, another one here. Ian in Cheshire says, uh, Bin Wagon. This really uh, bin wagon, bin wagon. Oh. <laughs> Stacy says uh, uh, lastbinit.com. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> bin wagon. I thought it was a Geordie app. <laughs> bin wagon. My bin wagon. Uh, okay, we've got oh, Andrew dear. on the line. Andrew, what's your idea? What should we call it? Been there, done that. Been there, done that. <laughs> it's got a bit of a flourish to it, a bit of a uh, bit of stagecraft to it. Well, I like that. It's uh, yeah, you know, uh, quality. That's what it is. Uh, Bush, I speak directly to you uh, and Andrew as well because you've just come up with this idea. I don't want to be the person that's constantly being negative about this whole dust cart bin lorry kind of thing. Right, yeah. Does the name bin there done that, Andrew, which is funny, does it not suggest it's past tense and the bin man's gone already? Well, put it this way, you would hope that you would be ahead of the game because you'd be tracking the little bin lorry because it's yes. not a dust cart that's the old-fashioned name thank you right, but then right. being an arsenal fan you know you're bound to be behind the times um uh you know yeah a bin lorry you'll be following it along and you'll see that it's done your neighbor's bin and you can dash it time it to give it to the bin man as he turns up Sure, that is the kind of response that if we were really in a pickle in Dragon's Den, I'd be so proud of you. That we'd go and have a talk at the wall or something like that. Fantastic. Well, yeah, we'd be able to go into the little lift and we'd be able to say uh, they're going to give us a million pounds for that. Good Been there, done that. Thanks, Andrew. OK, cheers. Uh, last couple of suggestions uh, of a name for this app that we've come up with. This lets you track where your local bin lorry is so you can put the bins out at the very last minute. Uh, Natalia says, Binder. A premium account membership means you get to swipe left on neighbours you dislike and they don't get their bins collected for another two weeks. It's very good. Lyndon says, let's face it, it'll be like the Domino's app that doesn't update until they've already gone. You might as well call it Bin and Gone. Loving it. And Darren says, what about TikTok? Uh, Darren says, your app needs to be called Bin Man Bin Mam. Uh, when it's nearby, the app plays the Lancashire Hot Pot song with the same title, has the bin man, <laughs> bin mum. He says, give it a listen. <laughs> now nah, you're all right. Uh, Matt says, um, Matt Batterson says, you should call it Take My Load. No, no, thanks very much. <laughs> now, here's a really interesting thing that's come in. I don't know whether Richie knows about this, but I've never heard of it before. Cambo says, do you softy southerners not have a street bin captain? Puts the bins away, reminds you the day before which bin day it is, like the honorary golf club captain. Never heard of the term. Have you ever heard of a bin captain? What is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can imagine you being a bin captain. I, I think I'd love to have the role of a bin captain, but I wouldn't know what to do because I've never seen one or heard of one. You were head boy at school? Or I was. You are a prefect, obviously. See, that's the transferable skill, but again, it's something I've never heard of before in What's my time. What's the bin captain meant to do? Do we know? I'm not too sure. Do you get any form of, like, 
club regalia? Do you wear a blazer on particular days I of the week? I would say it's high-vis. Must be high-vis at least. Mm-hmm. Apparently certain streets have got one person who's kind of in charge of bin day. Further bit of intel is coming in on the show now, because we've never heard of it. Andy says, number 15 on our street, no one dares get their bin out before he does. Got to be careful, though, if it's the night before bin day falls on the 1st of April, wrong bin goes out, everyone follows suit and he swaps it round again through the night. So does this suggest that the bin captain doesn't necessarily know they are bin captain? That's a good point. Maybe just other people refer to him as that or her. Rick says, uh, anyone age 70 plus, three doors down, puts his bins out before 12 midday, Sunday ready for collection on Monday. It's a nightmare when he goes on holiday. All week celebrating the spookiest season of the year thanks to Discovery Plus by giving you the chance to win a stream-to-screen bundle uh, by hearing your scariest paranormal stories. Uh, So this includes a 55-inch HD smart TV, a Bluetooth soundbar, Google Chromecast to watch Discovery Plus uh, for a year and more. Uh, To win, all you have to do is tell us your paranormal stories at absoluteradio.co.uk. We'll be bringing some of the scariest ones to air to win. Uh, Full T's and C's are on our website right now, Absolute Radio. Radio.co.uk. Uh, the two people who have done just that are Jules and Andy are on the line right now. Let's start with Jules. Jules, where are you from? Hi, I'm from North Wales. She's going to be scaring on behalf of North Wales. Andy, where will you be scaring on behalf of? Uh, from the North Cotswolds, mate. Wow, two quite scary places. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jules, uh, let's hear your ghostly story. What happened? Cool. Well, when me and my sister lived in um, a new house that my father had built, we were about 10 and 12, and the parents had gone out for the first time and left us on our own. Uh, so we sat in the living room watching TV, and we could hear the chairs in the kitchen. So we went into the kitchen, and the chairs had been pulled out from the table. Uh, the second time, it happened again, and we went back, and the chairs had been pulled out for a second time. So we were a bit scared by this point. And then the third time we heard it, we went back into the kitchen and all the chairs were balanced on the top of the worktop. What? It's <laughs> like someone out of that um, Poltergeist movie, isn't it? It's unbelievable. It was, it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. And the parents, when they came home, said, oh, it just must have been a draft or somebody playing games. We would lock the doors. That's so wow. weird, isn't it? That wow. is really weird. Well, that is pretty <laughs> damn scary. Uh, Andy, you're going to have to do some serious scaring to beat that. Andy, please tell us what your scary story is. Um, it concerns our daughter, um, who was born on Halloween in 1988. Oh, yeah. A couple, uh, couple of days just before her uh, second birthday, we'd moved to Cheltenham, yeah. rented a house, and um, we'd gone round to a local craft fair, and she took to this... Um, handmade St Bernard dog big fluffy dog it was taller than her she was only a little toddler at the time and we let her have it a couple of days earlier than her birthday because she was so taken with it Uh, on Halloween evening we put her to bed and the dog was sat in the corner of her bedroom and we turned the lights off left the night lights on went downstairs for a glass of wine and about 20 minutes later we heard a real big thumping noises from upstairs as though somebody was actually stamping their feet not just walking across the landing um, so my wife and I wandered upstairs and we were a little bit sort of, oh God, you know, I hope she hasn't fallen out of bed. So we opened Cassie's bedroom door and she was fast asleep in bed. She was very quiet, very serene. She was happy as happy as Larry. Um, so my wife started on going downstairs. She went, oh, it must have been the central heating or something. So I said, well, I'm just going to pop to the loo. And when I went to open the bathroom door, it was locked. It was un- unopenable. Um, so... And I said, what's going on here, man? And she said, oh, I don't know. So she said, oh, go and shove it. It's probably a problem with the lock. I give it a shove. It didn't go first time. Second time, I give it a heft. 
and it's opened, seemed to open, and I looked behind the door and this dog was sat there. No! It was, yeah, it was behind the door. A ghost dog going like, to the toilet on your loo, that indeed, is unbelievable. Indeed, probably waiting for the bath, but it was just like, it was quite heavy, it was like a massive doorstop, and um, so, yeah, I mean, I really, really shook up, wow. uh, told wow. Mandy, so... And like Jules is, like the last scene in Poltergeist, this dog went straight out of the window. I'll get rid of him. Sort of went the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was two right. terrifying stories. And have a think. I will announce the winner next. All week we want to hear your spooky stories for your chance to win a stream-to-screen bundle thanks to the lovely people at Discovery+. Plus. So we're just chatting to uh, Jules and Andy. Uh, Jules with the uh, the new house uh, that have been uh, built with the, the moving chairs on the kitchen table and Andy with the stuffed St Bernard dog that was making its way around the top deck of the house. Using the bathroom like it owns the place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Jules, your story has won you a stream-to-screen bundle thanks to Discovery+. Plus. No way! That's amazing! Thank you very much. There can be benefits of having ghosts living around you. What about that? Absolutely. It's worth being scared, I think. It is indeed. <laughs> uh, we've got your next chance to win tomorrow. Head online to absoluteradio.co.uk. Tell us your ghosty stories uh, for the chance to win. All the T's and C's are there as well. And so thanks to Discovery Plus, where you can stream a multitude of exclusive originals and bingeable box sets this Halloween. Tell everyone what you're doing. You're going to the cinema with your mates. This isn't what we're planning on talking. I am going to go and see June tonight. I'm very excited after the show. And you're going with your, your friend James, yes. is that right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, a fireman, yeah. isn't he? He's a fireman, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a big lad. Big, he's a big lad. So, when you go to the cinema tonight, I'm just a little bit obsessed. Will you be sitting next to each other, directly next to each other, or will you have a space to seat? <laughs> We're sitting directly next to each other. Okay, and you both, you and James are fine with that, yeah? <laughs> yeah, we will be, yeah. Who will have the armrest between you? Will you take turns on it, or...? I think James will have to, because he's a bigger he's guy. A bigger guy, isn't he? I guess you could just rest your hand on top of his or no. something like that as well. <laughs> I'm not doing that, I'm not doing that. There was five people want to do that. But... It's, weird, it's weird, right? And this probably reflects badly on me, but I think if I was going to go with, like, a mate like that, I would probably just put a, a space for our bags between just us. Just so I understand, just so I understand. Yep. So if you go with your Katie, you're happy with seats next door to each other. Side by side. If you were to go with me... Yep. What? Space a seat. <laughs> OK. It's better for both of us. All right. It is a Wednesday night. This is the show that has a radio station for every decade, and right now it's time to jump through time. Bush and Ritchie through the decades. With Tesco Mobile. One of you could be winning some cash as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to bag yourself £500 as we speak? We have two hometown listeners currently trapped in our space-time continuum. Yep. Uh, we've got Graham in the 80s. And Jane from yesterday in the 10s, not so far away. Uh, we've sent messages on to their families. We think they're OK, but hopefully tonight's contestant won't get trapped as well. Uh, we welcome to the show from Scunthorpe. It's Dominic. How are you doing, Dominic? Not bad, thanks. You? We're all right. Mark your day out of 10, Dominic. Uh, seven. That's solid. Could Fair be to me. What was the good bit that, was th- that put it up to seven? Uh, some KFC. Oh, Dominic, and you're only scoring it at seven. You had a great day. When did you win the lotto, Dominic? Eh? <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? Uh, right, let's see if we can improve your day. Uh, here's the rules for Through the Decades. Uh, we're going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations, Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s in the present, present day. day. Uh, you have 60 seconds on the clock uh, to get all seven questions correct. You can't pass on a question, and when the time is up, the game ends. Is that Makes sense. Yeah. Right, hopefully your KFC is settled. We're going to implement our time continuation uh, formula right now. Dominic, which decade would you like to start in? 
Can I start with the 80s, please? Starting in the 80s, all right. A lot of people like the 80s for starting, don't they? They do. Safe ground. Uh, But it means they're going to finish on the 70s as it all comes back around, so we'll have to see. Tactics. Uh, Right, Dominic, uh, good luck, Squire. Thank you. Let's start things off. Through the Decades. 80s, I'll Have What She's Having is a line from which 1989 movie? Like, I'll have what she's having. Um, I'll have what she's having. Oh, no. Someone in a cafe. Um, I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. She's having a good time. Quite a romantic movie, this was. A hit romance from the 80s. Mm. Uh, I'll have what she's having. The comedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll oh. have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> oh, dumb man. When, when Harry, Harry met, met Sally. Sally! You're a loser, and you have lost. Just on the buzzer. But it does still trap you in the 80s. So is he trapped? He's trapped in the 80s, isn't he? He is, because he never got the chance to get into the next decade. So you are, are just going to be drinking uh, um, soda stream for, for infinity, because you are going to be trapped in that decade for the rest of your life. We can have a chat with Graham, because he got stuck there on Monday. Keep an eye out for Graham. He, uh, we, we, I think we encouraged him to try and get in the crowd uh, for an episode of Wogan that would be filming back in the 80s, so we can see him on telly now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Dominic, have you seen When Harry Met Sally? Uh, no. Watch it tonight. <laughs> Listen out for the old lady that goes, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> All right. Hard luck, fella. Uh, it's how it happens. Uh, no winner today. We play again tomorrow. Your chance to play and back yourself £500. All the terms and conditions are at absoluteradio.co.uk. And uh, no offence to Dominic, he wasn't very good. You can do better. If you can't wait until then, you can play Through the Decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now by saying, open the Through the Decades game. I'll have what she's having. Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. That's the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. And just just to clarify, the bit at the beginning uh, where we were talking about deleting a song, just joking. It's it was a just a joke. It's, it's a just sketch. a joke. None of us know what we're doing. Oh, brilliant. We love you, James. Uh, see, see you for the next podcast. <laughs>